this then maybe you need to share this and uh, if you feel like you need to hear this then keep listening good morning good afternoon or good night depending on when you're listening to this or in fact where you're listening to this from uh hello and welcome to episode four of you might want to hear this now this one's a little bit different and uh and i have to apologize for you know the lateness in episode four because uh this one is is one that's quite close to the bone and i uh i toyed with the idea of doing this for a long time i've had this idea for a long time and i've always put it off i've always sat down to record and just thought no i'm uh, you know i'm coming across too ungrateful or i'm just moaning just bitching about nothing um and then i actually thought to myself no you know what i need to do this because this might actually trigger something in someone else to make sure that they do the right thing when they step into a realm that is not known to them or they are not given enough information in order to ensure that they do the right thing. So you're probably sat there listening to this and thinking, what the fuck are you going on about, Russ? Well... I'm calling this episode Fuck the Music Industry And the reason why I'm calling it Fuck the Music Industry Is because This industry is Literally just designed To Just to swallow up people And keep them In debt Keep them broke And It's designed like that From the very minute That you sign A deal Now I'm going to have to take you back to when Damage signed their first deal. Now, I would have been just turned 16. Uh, Jade would have been 14. And the eldest, Noel, would have been 17. So, legally, the only two that could have signed that contract would have been myself and Noel, being over the age of uh, 16. Um... And everybody else would have had to have their parents sign it. And obviously we had lawyers, um, you know, which they were entrusted by our parents as well as management as well. But what I'm getting to is the industry is is great and it's fun when when you're winning as an artist, when you're winning as an artist. And when I mean when you're winning, I, I mean like, you know, you've gone through maybe one, you know, shit deal, but your first album is relatively successful and then you're able to renegotiate. Or you've come in at a much far uh, better level as an artist, as in you have, you know, you have a foundation, you have a fan base and the label really want you then you've got more bargaining power um however with with damage we didn't necessarily have that much bargaining power so you know the deal the first deal that we signed was it was it was a shit deal i'm not i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna sugarcoat it it was a shit deal uh however 
it being a shit deal for, for me at the age of 16, it was a lot of money, you know, it was a lot of money, and um, I think, I, I can't even remember what we signed for, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't what you kind of expect or what you hear in today's market of people signing. I think it was like something like 20 grand or some shit like that. I'm a 16 year old. That is a lot of money for me. So, you know, what I'm getting to is that you enter the industry thinking that you're going to be rich and you're going to be famous, but there is no one there to help you when you fall or, or or there's no one there to warn you about the the pitfalls and the, and the failures and what you need to do in order to pick yourself up or to uh, prevent yourself from hitting those lows now everyone knows damage's story to a degree um and you know it was highlighted on the big reunion and what happened is you know we we got to a point where you know we was we was making money we was making good money um but number one the label wanted some some of that money from touring they wanted some of the money from merchandise you know they were trying to recoup money from anywhere so when i'm saying this industry is designed to keep the artists in debt the minute that you sign on that line and they give you, you know, a, a check, and in our case, it would have been around 20 grand. I can't remember, you know, I might be speculating, but it was around that much. The minute that they give you that money, you're in debt. The minute that you make a video, you're in debt. The minute that you take a cab to the studio and from the studio to home or wherever you're going, you're in debt. The minute that you do uh, you release a single and then there's promotion that goes behind that you're in debt so you can imagine this deficit this hold is getting deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and the only way that you can get out of that deficit is to sell like crazy you know and we just didn't do that we just didn't sell like crazy we sold a good amount and we sold more than what I think any one of us would have thought we would have sold coming from where we came from however we know that in the grand scheme of things put up against our counterparts who were you know I guess maybe white and singing more popular songs you know they were selling out the packet and maybe they had recouped um, you know and therefore allowing them to live a much more lavish life, lifestyle as they went but we didn't have that we just didn't have that and as a result to that and a result to being managed quite badly um, having a really shit deal in the beginning um, you know we suffered massively but the whole point of me doing this Podcast and me reliving some of that that shit that we went through um, is to talk about not having someone that could actually guide us through those pitfalls and tell us what we was doing wrong and and 
and just help us manage our money better you know and when it all crashes and burns and you have nothing else to do and you just come out of it there's no handbook there's no guidebook to tell you you know everything's going to be okay or don't worry you can go down this route you're literally left on shit's door by yourself and you have to figure it out by yourself and yeah we had parents yes we had uh, management you know but when you're at that age think back to when you was like 14 15 16 you felt like you knew everything right because I know that we did and going through all of that we were just like well we're just going to do whatever we want to do because we believe that we know better than anybody else we're getting money in this is never going to stop we'll be okay we won't invest it but man the industry really does chew you up and spit you out if you're not careful and I really do wish now that I had somebody or people that made me sit down and listen and and gave me good advice and this is something that you will hear across the, the, the arts entertainment industry that you know it's you know there's massive pitfalls and if you're not careful you get stung and as you guys know damage got stung very hard and uh and you know that's it left us with a, a, a massive a massive bill that we thought was being paid off that we entrusted in our management uh and you know i guess we 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 were lied to to a certain degree or maybe we was even told don't worry about it it's you know it's going to be paid next month you know all you need to do is concentrate on the music and the performance which is exactly what damage did and in hindsight we you know we should have stepped up and and looked at our business more closely but you will find this within most areas of the entertainment industry that when you're up and you're high and you're riding high and you're doing well you know and everybody around you is getting paid and and you know doing well no one's necessarily there for you when you come crashing down you know there's no guide or handbook that tells you what you need to do when this all ends there's nothing there's nothing at all you need to figure it out yourself and I wish there was something that or someone you know that could that could have helped us um, because now as as a as a member of of damage still and we are actively performing you can tell that for me at least and I know this is pretty much the same for the rest of the boys that we all really enjoy our performances like we absolutely love performing it doesn't matter where big stage small stage you know we we love the performance aspect and the reason for for that is is that we do not have to worry about record sales and recouping 
and paying this person or, or paying that person or making this person happy the only people that we concentrate on making happy is is those that support us those that come out to watch the show those that come out to relive those those memories and that brings us absolute joy hitting the stage and having people sing back the songs and you know really remembering what it was like in the mid 90s early 2000s and and coming and watching a damaged show those are the reasons why we're you know why we're here and we're we're doing these shows because we 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 have nothing to prove we we have no more records to sell we you know we just we're just doing this because we enjoy doing it and we can see that people that come to see us enjoy watching it you know so i guess the point of this podcast as i as i wrap it up is by all means step into fear without any concerns any doubts but if you can do some research and listen particularly from those that are experienced in the industry then you will no doubt come out a better or more well off than you were when you started in the industry and i think that goes against anything that you you kind of do it could be in any i guess in any industry you know listen and learn <laughs> listen and learn about what it is that you you're you're doing where you're coming from and and where you're going how you're going to wrap this up because as the saying goes man all good things come to an end but you can always prepare for that ending right